Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call, an opportunity to be with you by means of radio. Thank you for the welcome there. We have the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 15, reading a couple of verses. We talked about it as we, our little five-minute program. We have a five-minute program on hurdle most of the stations. It's called a fisherman's five-minute look at the book. We talked about an experience that I had a number of weeks ago. You said an experience. Well, it was kind of a, uh, kind of a near-death experience. I was... Uh, I live close to my mother and father's property that's adjoining, well, it joins the Bon Secours River. And I go down to my mother's house often because she is 98 years old. She's well able to take care of herself still. And a strong fishing woman <laughs> goes back, way back, back yonder, you know. And uh, started in the seafood industry when she was actually a young child as far as labor and work is concerned. But she has a pier in front of her house. And as far as this pier, a wharf, dock, whatever you want to call it, goes out into the river. And I enjoy throwing my cast net off of this dock. Are from this dock, might I say. Now, our last hurricane that came through here did damage to her dock. And uh, there's there's rotted wood, there are nails and uh, screws that have come up and just had to be very careful. So throw my net in the water. And it wasn't long before not only there was the net in the water, but also <laughs> the person throwing the net. You said, Brother Mon, did you fall in the water? Yes, I fell overboard. My, what a humbling experience it was. Because of the wood, the dock, the problems that was there, you know, I wasn't very careful, you know, and I just got thrown into the water. Now, I've never had that happen before with me. Over 70-plus years now, uh, a, a lot of pluses there also. Uh, I have rescued people who have fallen in the water. I have a long time ago and just horsing around with different kids, I have thrown some people overboard, my friend, but I have never fallen overboard myself. And it was so humbling. Now, it was shallow water. It's only about four foot of water where I was. So just stood up. But I could have hit my head. I could have had one of the uh, boards there uh, do something to knock me unconscious. I could have drowned. So I'm thinking about drowning. I want to talk about that at this time. Whenever we're catching you, just I'm so glad that you're there. Talk about drowning. In the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 15, I found such here in the Bible. By the way, thank you for your prayers. Uh, I'm ready to meet the Lord, but I, I want to live. I want to live and see people saved. I, I want to have an opportunity to still study the Word of God and preach from this book. And uh, uh, But as far as the, the Lord's call, that's the Lord's call for me. <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm glad to be alive. So thank you for your prayers concerning uh, even uh, not only my health, but uh, thinking about uh, the age that we are and uh, uh, what could possibly happen to us. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I'm in the Lord's hands. Amen. But thank you for prayers of safety for old Fisherman. Exodus chapter 15, context of the passage. Uh, the Lord has taken the children of Israel now out of the land of Egypt. Uh, under a high hand, uh, God chose Moses, got them out of Egypt, got them 
in through the wilderness now up to the shores of the Red Sea. My, are they between a rock and a hard place. The rock is the mountains behind them, and the Egyptians are right on their trail. Uh, before them is a hard place, the Red Sea. What, what are you going to do? And uh, uh, there, there's no way you're going to build a bridge quick enough. Uh, there's just uh, they, They're just trapped. They're trapped. You said what takes place. For the nation of Israel, this nation that God was going to make a great nation, and he's still doing this of this nation today, he, he just sort of opens the sea. Do you believe that? Yes, I do. And I believe he opened up the Red Sea, a wall of water on the right, a wall of water on the left. And it says here in Exodus chapter 15, all right, chapter 14, they walk across on dry ground. The Egyptians right behind them. But what does it say about the Egyptians? Exodus 15, verse 3. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots, now listen, and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths hath covered them. They sank to the bottom as a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. And this is in chapter 14 and verse 30. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. Hundreds, thousands of people drowned. We think about drowning. You know, this was, yes, a means of punishment. God also used this in Genesis chapter 7, did he not? Remember the windows of heaven were open, the story of Noah and the ark. And the Bible says there, you get in Genesis chapter 7, uh, the windows of heaven, we think about rain 40 days and 40 nights. Every, we think about that, it was on the face of the earth, all life, my friend, gone forever. What? Underneath the water. Once again, drowned, drowning is death caused by suffocation, drowning, being overcome of water. Do you, you follow what I'm talking about here? So I'm going to ask the question at this time, and we've done this before on this program. Is there more than one way to drown than just being overcome in water? I fell into the water. <laughs> what a humbling experience it was. I fell. Now, it was only four foot of water, but I went under the water. All the fishermen under the water, net, um, fishermen, and all, you know. And you know, immediate attention is absolute if that happens to you, you know. Are, are you listening? We think about uh, the application of CPR. Drowning, overcome of water. Is there another way? Is there another way to drown? First Timothy chapter 6. I'll read a few verses here. First Timothy chapter six, verse verse eight. Overcome of water. Could we be overcome of something else? First Timothy chapter six, verse eight. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich, uh oh. But they that will be rich, nothing wrong with being rich. All right but that desire for such. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lust. Listen now. Which drown men. What? Uh, they that will be rich drown men in destruction and perdition. What's the problem? 
For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Have you ever thought about, uh, we think about uh, what men do for money and uh, being not only overcome of water produces drowning, but being overcome of money, you know? Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 10 talks about how money talks. Proverbs chapter 23, it talks about how the, we think about uh, riches, finances. Oh, they have wings. They fly away as the eagle. In other words, it's here and then it's gone. But people fill with the desire for money. What do people do for money? People actually go, actually go crazy for money. They steal for it. They kill for it. And it's kind of like people are, are out in the, in the water drowning. And uh, I've, I've, I've actually seen written. I've actually, it has entered into my ears. People have said as far as finances is concerned, they got so financially bound, they were just, uh, as, as far as funds were concerned, they were just overboard. You understand. The love, the love of money. Now, immediate attention is an absolute. Uh, I'll be honest with you. As far as being overcome, in some ways, I'd like to be overcome of water because I can jump out of it real quick. But sometimes as far as finances, uh, overcome of uh, uh, this desire, uh, only God can help. Overcome of money. What does it produce? Verse 10, and most of you know this, but... Does money have such a place in your life that it's just all that you think about? My friend, it'll cause a drowning experience to the point whereby it kills homes. It kills friendships, my friend. It eventually could do something even with your health. Overcome of water. Overcome of money. What does it lead to? Verse 10, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which some coveted after. They have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Ooh, sorrowful situations. Uh, a lot of hardships, a difficulty abounding. Hardships will discourage you and make you depressed and cause you to do foolish and hurtful things. I could be overcome of money. I could be overcome of pleasure. Second Timothy chapter 3, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. You know, many adults are actually, huh, what? They, they want to be children. They want to be kids in adulthood, you know. And uh, they say the majority of adults now are just playing, playing around, overcome of pleasure, where pleasure has such a hold of you, it's like you're overhead, <laughs> over your head and such. Pleasure, ah, which would lead sometimes into areas of, we think about um, alcohol, we think about drugs, we think about all areas of immorality, overcome of pleasure. Pleasure has its place, but it's easy to get out of place. Overcome of water, of money, of hardships, of pleasure. Do you understand where Brother One's going there? All ends in drowning. You know, but in some cases, there is a reviving a reviving, we think about CPR. Oh, for us, 
For those of us that know the Bible, that's Christ's provided redemption. I think it's, what is it, cardiopulmonary resuscitation, you know. But looking at it in a spiritual way, Christ provided redemption. You know, that's what God gave to me. I was drowning in sin, and uh, sin had taken me under many a time. But I'm glad for the work of Christ. I'm glad for salvation. As far as the love of money, got to get this love out. As far as hardship is concerned, uh, the storm has to be made a calm. As far as pleasure is concerned, you got to find the heart of the problem, you know. Uh, with water, it's water out and air in, all right? With that, that it would drown you otherwise. It's getting the world out and getting God, getting God in. You know, what's horrible about, we think about drowning, is that that I find in Revelation chapter 20, all the way down into verse 15, it looks as if those who are not found written in the book of life was cast into a lake of fire. Can you imagine, those of you that listen, maybe just, you still don't have peace. You still don't, you still don't know for sure that Christ is your Savior. Can you imagine a continual drowning experience in the lake, in the lake of fire? Drowning? Are you being overcome of anything outside of the things of God? My friend, if I want to be overcome with something, I, I, I want to be guilty of loving God. I want to be guilty of loving God's Word, being overcome of the things of God, you know. Am I talking with someone today that's a near drowning experience? CPR, Christ provided redemption. God can not only redeem you, but he also can save you. Uh, we think about this everlasting life, and then we think about keep you, and then give you the God. Oh, he's described as being the God of all comfort. More than one way to drown. Until next week, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.